Hey, hey, welcome to the Vagistine Podcast. It's Vanessa here, and you know we're having courageous conversations about love, sex, and everything in between. And today we are talking about sex magic with Afrosexology. The two amazing people, Raffaella and Delicia, are here to tell us all about it. How y'all doing? Hello. What's up? <laughs> I'm so glad that you're on. Last time you were on, of course, a fan favorite because we were talking about putting on our masturbation show. And today, here we are talking about another unique topic that I got some questions on sex magic, which y'all introduced to me. Like, I was, I don't think it was really in my realm before, like, y'all started really talking about it and posting about it. So I appreciate y'all being mm. on. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. We're excited to talk about it. Yay! All right, so let's just jump right into it. I'm going to start with Delisha. So what is sex magic? Yes. Uh, So first (laughs) I want to do a disclaimer and just say that... I'm not an expert, and neither of us are the expert. We're both in our journey, and we're learning, and as we're learning, we're sharing. So the major part of why we created Afrosexology was because we wanted a supportive... Um, sex positive, open, loving community around us as we were on our own journey. So mm. it's, it was pretty selfish of us. Um, so as we, <laughs> as we've been building our workshops, most of our workshops come from things that we are experiencing at our time. Mm. Um, and I would say a year ago, neither of us were talking about sex magic, but like slowly, both of us just started like dropping into conversation, like, oh, you know, my altar. Oh, yeah, I got to do this ritual. Oh, the moon cycle. And it was just like, what's happening here? Wow. Uh, and so we started really think, talking more about our practices and recognizing that, like, oh, we have definitely been tapping into this more powerful manifesting energy, uh, which we learned is called sex magic, as some people refer to it. And we just wanted to create a workshop around it really so that we can teach what we're learning and mm-hmm. how both of our journeys individually and separately brought us here. Mm-hmm. And also so that we could open up the conversation so that teachers and people who we have more to learn from could come into our circle and teach us what they're doing. Yes. So we are no experts. I know people who be doing, who have been doing this for years, people who take this is so serious for them. <laughs> um, and I'm not, I'm not claiming that life yet. You know, like, <laughs> I'm like a little you bit. better claim it. You better claim it. Delisha. That's right. Claim it. You might really manifest it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we are just, we're just teaching as we're going, as we're experiencing. So, you know, for me, I think the way that we really think about sex magic is just being way more intentional about manifesting the things that we want to manifest in our life and using the energy that we get and that we channel from sexual experiences, from sexual um, energy, and putting that to, towards the things that we want to manifest in our life. And just being way more, in, like, I mean, yes, sometimes, like, sex is, is just for, for, it's just for fun. It's just for connecting. But also that there can be moments, sexual moments, where we are being really intentional about, um, a, a forming a ritual around it and asking for what we want from the universe and, and being intentional about using the energy to manifest it. So that's really what sex magic is for us. Uh, we say all the time that we're not teaching anyone and we don't practice sex magic to like 
like use it on other people like, uh. i know we've grown up hearing so much about like love spells on other people and we're really big on like love spells for ourselves and so how can you use like sex magic your sexual time and being more intentional with it as a way to like worship yourself and to love on yourself and to you know really just like give yourself a lot of affirmation and to ask for the things that you want to experience that you want more of in life and so that's that's what we're thinking and what we're talking about when we say sex magic. Nice. Okay. You see here, here y'all, here y'all go with that new shit. That new. Okay. new I don't. <laughs> I just my brain. I'm just taking it all in right now still because like I sat through your workshop, which was amazing, and I learned a lot. Thank you. And I'm, you know, I feel like I'm still in this process of. Um, processing it myself like as soon as I saw y'all's workshop I like came home like I told my husband I told my bestie I was like do y'all know like you could use your sexual energy for stuff and both of them were like well my bestie was like yeah girl it's just like a different type of energy and I was like okay well (laughs) 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 whatever and then like Like, she definitely burst my bubble. Like, I took notes after your workshop, and I was, like, telling people about it. And then she was like, yeah, you just shipped. I was like, no, you know what? Let me go on to somebody who will know nothing about this. So I go to my husband, and he's like, so what kind of what kind of workshops were you sitting through? Like, what were y'all, what were y'all doing? So, yeah, I think this is, I mean, it's, for me, I feel like, um part of me feels like it's like a wave because now I see like a lot of you know white folks white women on Instagram with crystals and they're like we're doing sex magic and I just feel like maybe for me maybe it feels like the wave so Raffaella do you Mm -hmm. think it's the wave or do you think this is something that like people have been doing or been calling it something else yeah um i think it's a mixture of both you know Mm -hmm. everything has a cycle right and so i think well i know that magic and sex magic has been around for centuries it's not new at all right and yet has has different names and different cultures it looks different Mm. for certain people especially behind the purpose behind it can vary for a lot of people but i think like as we journey right now through this wave of self-care of inclusivity, of Mm. understanding our bodies, of talking about consent, of affirming ourselves and demanding what we want. I think sex magic is just a part of that because it's another way to, like Delisha said, manifest all those amazing things in your life. It's just like, I know sometimes people have a hard time with understanding energy and how that transfers, but it's just like, the sun is a form of energy. A magnet is a form of energy. So how could we not have an impact on one another or especially with ourselves if we're going to embody that with words, with ideas, with messages? And honestly, for me, like I break it down on a really simple level because, you know, I went to school for psychology and I'm Mm -hmm. a therapist and it's a lot of factors that play into it, just like any other psychological backing. right? Right. So if you look at it from, that why it's important to speak to yourself in a positive way and how that can in turn make you feel more positive, do more positive things and just be more happy. It's kind of like, a it's like how you have reinforcement or behavioral psychology. It's operant conditioning. If I do this in enough times or a certain amount of times and I get this positive result, I'm going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then if you embody that with reinforcing behind your sexual energy, it's just another magnitude of force behind it because a lot of people say like that's the 
biggest force, right? Because of all mm-hmm. the things like it's a source of life. It's a source of the first type of energy that it's ever like on the planet and everything. So if you think about all those factors that's playing around with one another, then you can see like the true miracle that is behind sex magic. So when you put it into that perspective, I think, yeah, that's why people, people have been hit, you know, for a long time. And that's why like people would call people witches and try to you know mm-hmm. put them on trial or kill them because they felt intimidated mm. behind the power of knowing your body of being connected to your body right. and manifesting the things that you want in your life with your body because people don't want you to have that, all that power they want you to yeah. seek that from other people they right. want you to have to buy things to feel powerful to feel loved to feel seen but if you in turn turn to yourself and say i don't need any of that all i need is myself Ooh. all i need is the energy within myself the affirmations of myself like how can someone not look at you and be like, wait a minute, I don't know if I like that thing right. because they mm. haven't learned that skill themselves. Mm-hmm. And so we, we know throughout history, the stigma behind that type of embodiment and empowerment. So yeah, it's nothing new. We just look a little different, just like bell bottoms, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you better preach girl. I heard I wish you. I could see my face. I'm over here like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Right, like you yes. went, you went. I have a degree to I am Iyanla to I'm a just. <laughs> I felt all of that. Damn. <laughs> so both of y'all were talking about how you know you're using it to manifest different things. So I'm gonna start with Delisha. Delisha, how do you practice it? When do you use it, and what do you use it for? Yeah, great question. Because um, both of our practices look very different. Yes. Um, so for for me, I really have just felt a kinship with the moves, like, and it's been it's something I've always had since I was little. Like, I I remember just like being in cars. Like, when my mom was driving me home and just feeling like the moon was playing this game by, like, chasing me and following me. Like, everywhere we went, it was still there. And so, like, I've always just felt really, like, oh, there's, like, the moon was, like, my girlfriend. Like, just, like, a friend. <laughs> and so I've just really been, like, following um, the moon a lot more and paying attention to the different cycles and how my energy feels during the different cycles. And so I, I use particularly the new moon and the full moon are my favorite moons. Um mm-hmm. And I use that time to be intentional. And so the new moon um, is a time for, like, rebirth, for new beginnings. And that's really when I I take a moment to, like, write down and to journal. So journaling is a, another part of my, of my practice. And I journal and write down the things that I want to experience this cycle. And so I do this every month. So I write down the things that I want to experience. What is it that I really want to manifest? What is it that I'm working on? Um, taking stock of like what I asked for last month and what I have received and being grateful for that and showing gratitude. And then the full moon is a time where I release a lot of, um, it's like, I also like take stock again. I'm just like, okay, what has been working for me? What hasn't been working for me? And it's a moment for me to practice self-compassion for me to release a lot of things that are not helping me, that are not, um, progressing me towards the goals I'm trying to manifest. And I do that every cycle. And so usually it's, it's me, Tap, like being connected with what has happening in the moon, writing down what I am trying to manifest and then like masturbating and being more intentional about thinking about those things while I'm masturbating and while I'm orgasming and just thinking more intentionally about that stuff and, and what it is that I want to experience more of in my life. And so something that I think is important for me is that like, I don't say like, you know, I'm trying to manifest 
um, a new car or I'm trying to manifest like, <laughs> um, you know, like money or whatever. Yeah. I, I really tap into like the feelings and like what, what feeling do I want to have in my life? So like if it is around money, it's like I really want to feel um, abundance. And so I'm trying to manifest abundance in my life. Um, and abundance can come in many different ways. Or I'm trying to manifest more self-love or more power because I, I have something coming up and I really need to feel powerful um, and counter a lot of the self-doubting messages that I have around around like myself. Or I'm trying to manifest just like a lot more tenderness towards other people and the way that I communicate with other people. And so I'm usually tapping into feelings and trying to think of that feeling as I'm being sexual um, mm. and just really allow that sex time to be around all these things that I'm thinking about in my life. Mm. Okay. So when you're thinking about the feeling and when you're thinking about getting there, like, are you doing this? Like, are you reserving like time? Like, are you putting time on your schedule and are you like, okay, these 20 minutes, this hour, these couple of minutes. And are you doing like your, your quick, Cause there's, there's a difference between like, I'm just, you know, doing my, my time by myself and yeah. like, I'm just trying to like, boom, 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 masturbate, get yeah. off and like, keep it pushing. Yeah. No, that's a really good question. So something else that we talked about during our workshop mm-hmm. was, um, creating your own mantras and your, your pleasure altar and your love ritual mm. or, or love spell. And so it does, it does take time. This is a very intentional time. So for me, um, for both of us, something that we talked about in our workshop was like, first of all, what are the mantras that you're trying to um, create throughout this this cycle that you want to really me- like meditate on? So if I'm thinking about abundance, um, like a mantra that I could create is, is saying that like I this earth is abundant and I deserve to also experience abundance, mm. right? And I could just be like thinking about that or saying that out loud as I'm getting ready to masturbate, as I'm masturbating, as I'm orgasming whatever but also thinking about your we call it your pleasure altar so like what are the things that bring you pleasure and like being very intentional about like what color am i wearing like if i'm really trying to tap into a certain like if i'm trying to tap into power what what color do i associate with power maybe i associate red with power so like am i wearing red what like and thinking about what um smells do i associate that make me so powerful Mm. what 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 textures what do i need around me and creating a space where everything around me reflects what i'm trying to manifest and so thinking about my pleasure altar and the love spell and the ritual that i'm creating by um by thinking about the things that need to be in my element as I'm, i'm as i'm doing this so we're not talking about like a a five minute thing we are talking about like oh you have a ritual mm. that you're doing that is around yourself, um, that is around manifesting what it is that you that you want to manifest in your life that requires a lot of intention, a lot of time, and a lot of thought. And honestly, like kind of like how Rockefeller was saying with like psychology, like is this actual magic, like abracadabra? I don't know, or <laughs> is it just like a practice where I'm being more intentional and not living my life passively, but being intentional about what it is that I want to experience and manifest in my life. And does that just like, does that intention itself, you know, have psychological impacts? If I'm thinking about something all throughout the month, because I'm really, you know, this month really trying to work on, on like channeling power because I have a big thing coming up and I want to feel powerful during that, you know, like, is that going to just have the benefit whether or not this is like, 
you know, smokes and mirrors magic. Right. Um, I, yeah. So it does take intentionality because we are talking about like centering yourself, which is something that we don't do often. So often we are very much just like on this quick get off or, or we think about setting up a space for somebody else. Right. Right. We don't think about like setting up like rose petals and candles and bringing in like water and bringing in different colors and just what are you wearing and all of that stuff for yourself, for the things you want to manifest in your life. So it does take time. All right, Raffaella, what is your sex magic practice? When do you use it and how and when, where? Tell us more. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you know, there's actually some overlapping um, between what Delisha was just talking about. But one thing I do want to say is a lot of my practices have just centered myself in terms of you know, reaffirming myself, increasing my self-love, dealing with body image issues that I may have, Mm. using a lot of affirmations. Like, that's my biggest thing that I focus on. Um, So if you've ever heard of the miracle question, it's like this... this creative way, this technique that someone came up with in terms like of a therapeutic intervention. And so the whole point of that is to, instead of focus on all the things that's going wrong, all of your problems, you think of, well, what if everything was right? What if I woke up the next day and all my problems were solved or I was feeling better myself and I thought I was like the most, you know, powerful, gorgeous, whatever type of person, like, what would that look like? What would that feel like? Yeah. Who would I be around? How would I walk? You know, like try to think in as much detail as possible. And I think for me, when I am engaging in solo sex or solo sex magic, those are the things I'm really embodying. Like, what is my life going to be like once I accomplish this goal? Mm. And if I put my mindset in that space, then my goal, my hope is that I start to embody that. So if I'm saying that I want to... Um, like for example, I told someone this story before, like when I was going through the, um, licensure process and I was getting ready to take my test and everything, I was like every single night for like seven days straight, I was at my altar. I was doing, um, ritualistic bathing Mm. and I was doing sex magic and all of that, like built, built on one another where I was just reaffirming how brilliant I was reaffirming how much work and energy I put into this process and reaffirming that like, no one's going to take this away from me because I work hard for it. I deserve it. And with that, the behaviors that came with it was I'm going to study. I'm not going to just sit here and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to orgasm and then everything's going to be perfect. I'm going to do the work behind it. I'm going to continue to study and reach out for resources and to other people and hang out with supportive people who are going to gas me up because they definitely did. Shout out to y'all. Thank you, Delisha. So it's like, again, the more intention that you put behind whatever that thought is, whatever miraculous thing that you want to happen, whatever magical um change that you want to experience then hopefully your behaviors align with that right and so for me that's that's really what it was it was just like I deserve this thing I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna really increase the amount of affirmations I'm giving myself and I've just come up with a whole bunch of different things that typically heard of like you know putting affirmations across the over the mirror saying them out loud looking at myself in the mirror even masturbating with the mirror um, using jars to put positive energy and thoughts in the jars and mm-hmm. reflect on them later. So it's like look like a va- variety of things for me, but I've always just centered it, centered it back on myself. And like Delisha said at the beginning, I know a lot of people do want to practice sex magic with other people or have someone cast under their spell. But then that brings in a whole nother issue that we always talk about, which is consent, right? Yeah. 
So, you know, why would you want to have this person bound to you in that way? Or if you're not even hoping for the same things, like if you don't have the same goal, then right. everything's going to be convoluted in terms of what the outcome is going to be. And you definitely don't want to have that right. if you're dealing with people's um, souls, spirits, energies, spirituality, and all that other stuff. So, yeah, mine's, you know, a lot of similar things, but it's just about really being intentional and putting your mind to it. Yeah. You can do it. (laughs) Rafaela, can you explain ritual bathing? Yes, please. (laughs) Yes. Come on, second interviewer on the podcast. (laughs) Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Take the work off of me. Yes, go. (laughs) Okay, so for me, because we're going to go back to, you know, being the expert of things, but I'm the expert of my body, so I'm going to say what I've been doing. So first of all, I love bathing, um, like taking it, like taking baths. So I take a shower every day, but I'm just saying, like sitting, submerging, <laughs> submerging in a body of water. And the first thing that I realized I was doing when I was doing that was taking time for myself because the shower is quick, right? You, um, yeah, you can make it as long as possible with your standing. You're kind of rushing most of the time, but if I was sitting there, like it would take me a long time to draw the bath for the tub to fill up, for me to sit in the tub and do all these things that I would do, which I'll get into. So the first step is to realize, like, I'm, I have to give myself this 30, 45, an hour of the day to say, you deserve this time to do nothing else but sit in this tub, which can mm. be really hard, especially when you have a lot of stuff going on. You feel like you always run against the clock yeah. and you just, you know. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. So that was the first thing I noticed was like, I really have to make a commitment to take an hour out of my day to say, you deserve this bath, so do that. Now, I really increased all these little things that I was doing at the beginning of this year, and I incorporated like the use of candles, the use of bath salts and flowers, um, and the use of music. Mm. So, yes. (laughs) And so really what I would do, it was like, I'll have three candles because three is my favorite number. And so each candle would represent a different thought, a different word, a different affirmation. And so for me, it would basically look like I would light my candles. And when I light the candle, I would say the affirmation. Mm-hmm. And I may have something else where when I'm sprinkling the bath salts and the flowers into the tub, I'm saying another affirmation. And then I'm always picking a song of whatever mood that I want to be in. So if it's jazz, if it's like R&B, or if it's just, sometimes I just listen to um, rain because I love the sound of rain and thunder and all that stuff like that. And so I'll have all these things going in my favor, as I would say, and I would just sit in the tub. And I really believe that, you know, or I, I pictured that as I, push the water over my body and I washed myself with this water, I was also covering myself in those affirmations and I was rinsing away any negative thoughts or negative things that I experienced for that day. So to me, it was kind of like coming out anew every time that I took that bath. And then, um, when I got out of the tub, I would blow out the candles and I would say like, you know, so it may be or peace or something like that, which would kind of like seal the deal. So to me, it was just like a whole way to evoke that positivity, the things that felt good, the things that I wanted to be the next day or just positive feelings in general. So Mm -hmm. that to me is what my ritual bathing process is going to be for a while. 
a few things I want to incorporate. I've been doing some research and talking to other people, but I'm still trying to figure out because I don't want to just do things because other people are saying that's what I'm supposed to do. I want to do things that make sense to me, that feel good to my body. Right. Um, And then just go from there. I like it. So same on same thing. Like I I guess something that's coming up for me as both of you are talking is just wondering about what is it, I guess, a word, a phrase, the feeling, what do you think it is that makes the, I guess, connection to the orgasm the most powerful way of, you know, rather than just journaling or just doing the spiritual baths or just using, you know, mala beads to like do your affirmations what is it about the orgasm that like makes you that that does this for you that um that makes you want to incorporate this into your practice even more Raffaella so it's just for me it's so when you're having your orgasm like you feel like a sense of power but also for me a sense of no control, right? I can't control my face. Can't control how that leg be jerking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't control. Any, I can't control any of that stuff, right? Yeah. And I think that is the most purest form of vulnerability and power mm. combined at the same time. So I feel like in that moment, so much can happen. And why not use that threshold to kind of visualize whatever that something is going to be for you? So when you're looking at um, the possibilities you're thinking of, you're looking at like all the different ways that we've been talking about it and how you can just harness that those forces behind to me, it just kind of makes sense. And it's just something, um, that also feels good, right. Mm -hmm. For, you know, most people. And so you're combining those different things of taking that power into your hands and saying, not only do I have the capability of bringing myself pleasure in this way, but I also am giving my body the intention that it deserves. I am maybe fulfilling a desire and then I'm going to compound that with some type of affirmation or some type of goal in a form of ecstasy. Nice. Awesome. Mm. What about you, Delisha? Um, I would also say my word would be power. I, so for me, uh, masturbation, solo sex was the thing that taught me that I don't have to look for someone outside of me to make me feel powerful, to make me feel pleasure. And so my orgasm represents that moment where I recognize, like, I I literally have everything that I need. Mm. I have so much power within me, and I don't have to um, look at external forces to give me that. I don't have to look at men to make me feel pleasure and to make me experience orgasms. I don't have to look at... um, the capitalism and the things that I can buy to make me feel powerful, to make me feel like I am worthy. I don't have to look at white supremacy to affirm that like I'm worthy um, as a black person. Like, so my orgasms like gave me all of that. And so I think for me tapping into that power and that feeling, I just know that I have it. I, it just made me feel like, well, why not manifest mm-hmm. what the hell you want in your life? Like you have the power, you have this ability to, to make yourself feel this good, why can't you make yourself feel good in other ways? And so that's, that's for me, it's like how, like orgasms just remind me of that, that I have that always with me, no matter what. Um, And so why not take it and be more intentional with it and not just be reminded every time I orgasm, but use that power that you feel like the, 
that then the sense of the sense of power and pleasure that I feel when I orgasm to also be intentional about everything else that I want to feel in my life. Yeah. Ooh. Every time I talk to y'all, I ooh, I swear. So good. All right. So for those out there like me who are interested or potentially interested in starting a sex magic um, practice, what what do you think we should know? How should we go about this? And how can we prep for this? Mm. Who do you want to answer? Oh, duh. Right. Duh. Both of y'all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you go ahead, Delisha. <laughs> Um, okay, so I think thinking about where to start. Um, okay, so I like I, I want to say something. I want to say something that happened in our workshop that just like really affirmed for me why we should start doing this more. Yes. Um, so during our workshop, we had we had people sit in front of a mirror and they were partnered up, sit in front of a mirror and speak. I think we said like speak five minutes. Um, for five minutes, say positive things about yourself and about your life and speak your dreams out loud and what you want to manifest and experience your life out loud. That was so hard. Mm -hmm. It was so hard for people. And I just think about how easy it is for us to talk shit about ourselves, how easy it is for us to be hard on ourselves, to talk to other people saying negative things about ourselves, to be self doubting, all of this stuff. And, And it just really, for me, affirmed like why we need to, like that, it should not be easier for us to talk bad about ourselves than it is for us to talk good about ourselves. And so, for me, that just like affirmed like why we need to be doing this more because so much of this work, like Rafael shared, like I was saying, is around like self love and right. around like honoring yourself and like speaking um, what you want into your life and not being afraid to like ask for what you want and yeah. to not feel like you have to like be small and you can't take up space and you have to like downplay yourself. And so. Uh, if, if saying out loud the things like positive things about yourself or saying out loud your dreams and the things that you really want, like you deeply desire this life that's hard for you, then I really encourage you to start this practice. Um, so I would say to start by like really thinking and for me writing down what it is that you want to experience more of in life. What are the things that you want um, just more of what makes you feel good. What are your dreams? What are your goals? What do you want? What do you want to see happen in your life and being intentional about it? So writing that down um, and then thinking about what items can you can symbolize those things for you? What items can you bring into your space with you? So um, I also really love fire and fire for me represents like who I, who I want to be. Like I want to ignite liberation in the lives of many other people. Right. So like always having fire with me. So what things can you have with you that symbolize what it is that you're working on? And then as you, you're taking some time to practice solo sex, to masturbate, um, how can you just think about those things more just be more intentional about it and either, um, really be intentional about it prior to masturbating or after masturbating, or while you're masturbating, or all three, if possible. I know sometimes we get distracted by how good it feels, and we like we ain't even thinking about manifesting whatever. I'm just trying to, you know, feel this orgasm right now. But just trying to think about how to incorporate the your goals into your sexual practices. It's a, I think it's a beautiful place to start. I love. How about you, Rafaela? I definitely want to um, did all that and co-sign on. Um, being intentional and picking something so because it can 
Like, if you are having a good time, it does feel good. Or you have an orgasm, it can be really hard to focus. As we know, a lot of people are outside of their bodies, and it is a struggle and it's a, a, a intentional practice to be more present in your body. So I think that's the first thing, is to figure out one thing that you want to focus on during that time. <clears throat> and I love the... Um, how, Delisha, you mentioned, like, what are the things that's going to represent that for you? So not only just envisioning what that's going to look like and feel like, but what are the things that you can have in your physical space is a great tip. Um, But yeah, so think about that one thing that you want to do and really put your, your energy into it. And I think that most of the time when that intention revolves around self love, confidence, power, strength, and sex, it's a lot more, successful as opposed to because you can't just like oh i need a new car let me go rub one off like that's that's not how it works (laughs) that's not how it works yeah um but yeah so i think in addition to that coming up with some affirmations or mantras that you can say at the point of orgasm so it can be like a release in that moment like you're releasing not only the energy but that idea or thought into the world at the same time I think is a good practice as well um I know some people are really into like deities and goddesses and Mm -hmm. things like that so I know some people on their altars they have offerings that they give to that person especially if it's someone who is like the god or the goddess over sex and power and all this other stuff that's another level Right. Not on that level. <laughs> <laughs> but just to know that that is a thing that people do because that's another form of um, praise and helps you focus your energy and the purpose and meaning behind what you're doing or what you're trying to invoke. For sure. So that's only the additions that I would add to it. But yeah. I love that. And I think that, I mean, after going to your workshop, I've always been a person who enjoyed like writing things down like if I have an idea I'm writing it down if I like during New Year's like in the next couple weeks I'll be putting down like my resolutions and they're always like I like to look at look at them like holistically like professionally personally financially spiritually like all these different facets of my life are write it down but I think Mm -hmm. attending your workshop and going to the retreat, um, the orgasm retreat, it really, Mm -hmm. um, I think when you set aside the time to just like really think, it's so powerful because even in your, in your workshop, and even though we had like an hour and a half, like writing down the things that I wanted more for myself. And like you're saying, instead of just the thing, but like the feeling, because I don't think I've ever thought about the feeling. Like I want to experience abundance and I want to feel powerful in these types of ways. I've always, I've always written things like, you know, I want to like have this done by this time. And I want to travel to these places and do all these things. But I think associating the feelings, because even if you don't have those things, you still feel successful in different ways if we are chasing or going towards the feeling rather than the thing. So I appreciate both of y'all for putting that out there because I've never done that prior to um, attending both the retreat and the workshop. And it's been, yeah, it's just been a, a shift in, in shift in frame for me uh, rather than just like yes. chasing the thing. So Thank you both. I love that. Yay. Thank you. Yes. You are so welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all, I, 
always enjoy talking to y'all. Like, when are you coming out of St. Louis and like coming over here to the <laughs> <laughs> to the East Coast, y'all? I need more of y'all in my life. Make it happen, Vanessa. I'm Make tra- it happen. I'm trying to Make I'm, it happen. I'm talking about outside of business. I'm talking about like having my two besties in my head <laughs> right here. Okay. I'll keep my eye out on the St. Louis flights. <laughs> but y'all, we are at the end. I absolutely, absolutely love talking with you, and I always appreciate you taking the time to be on with us. So let us know where we can find you, what you got going on, how can we support you, all of it. We are Afro-sexology everywhere. Um, <laughs> for now. Let me not see that thing. Just says, we're yeah. Afro-sexology everywhere. I think, you know, Facebook and Tumblr, Instagram, everybody acting crazy right now. With right. The sex positive people. Right. Um, but we're Afro-sexology, A-F-R-O-S-E-X-O-L-O-G-Y. That's our Gmail, our website, our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook account. Um, what we have going on right now we are really excited to be um, sharing the sex positive merch that we've created. Woo-hoo. So we have <laughs> shirts and hoodies that say less oppression, more orgasm. Ones that say um, meditate and masturbate. And another one that says sexual and not sexualized. And we also have something for the little ones, for little, little toddlers and infants where they can get onesies that say, um, ask before you touch and so we're just really again excited to be like continuing the conversation sex positive conversation even throughout our even through our merch and we also still have our solo sex um book mm-hmm. online and so if you are like i can't do sex magic because i don't even know how like where to begin when it comes to masturbation and solo sex practices we got you we created an entire workbook about it so those are the things that we really we have going on other than that we're just on the webs right now slowing down here and getting 2019 yay i'm so yeah. excited and i love all yeah. your stuff thank you all right y'all before you. you get out of here i gotta ask you the last last question how do you build your vagisteam from the last time that i asked you how you built your vagisteam oh. so, so Raffaella, i'll let you go first <laughs> All right. So um, one way that I am practicing increasing my vag esteem <laughs> is exploring new ways to um, just relate to and get in touch with my body. Nice. So that is going to look like not being um, irritable, upset, annoyed, <laughs> or just feeling really um, aggravated. I don't even know aggravated uh what is the word i'm looking for annoyed <laughs> no um, um inconvenience ooh, inconvenience yes by my period yeah so wanting to just take a step to like get that relationship feeling a little different than how it used to a couple years ago that, that was really how i used to feel about it so i think that will just change the relationship that i have with my body to one that's more accepting that's more positive and just you know yeah, so that's one thing that I'm working on right now. I like or it, changing changing the frame, changing the narrative around <clears throat> how we associate, you know, with how how our relationships with periods and all of those things. I like it. Mm. That was a beautiful one. All right, Delisha, how about you? How are you now, or still probably the same way, building your badges name? 
Well, I don't remember what I said last time. I don't. Um, I, I surely don't remember. With <laughs> um, something uh, almost, almost similar to what Raffaella was realized was around when I was on my period. I realized that I, I mostly pay attention to my body when it's in pain, and mm. even. Um, like when I'm sick or I'm cramping or my stomach hurts, it's like when I'm paying attention to my body. And so I've been trying, oh, and even when I do like body scans and people are like, oh, do a body scan. What feels, what you feel in your head and what you feel in your chest and your toes. I'm always looking for pain. I'm always like, oh, that feels tight and that hurts. Mm. And so I'm trying to pay attention um, and affirm my body more for all the things that it does right. And so I'm trying to do like body love scans and just being like, thank you for for like working correctly yes. and supporting me um, and paying attention to my vulva, not only when it's in pain, but also just like, you know, you did your thing today, girl. Like, we good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just trying to like affirm my body. Oh, more. shit. I love it. <laughs> that discharge came out, vulva. Appreciate you. No, no, you did I that. <laughs> you better self clean out here. Yes. Fuck it up. <laughs> I love it. Y'all, I had a really good time per usual. I am so sad that you have to go. But, of course, you'll be on again. I can't wait to see what you do next. I can't wait to get my merch. I can't wait to get my book on. So I just can't wait to see y'all soon. <laughs> so thank you again for being on. Thank you. Thank you. Such a great conversation. Always a good time. Yay! Okay, ladies, now let's get Okay, ladies, now let's get information. You know you that bitch when you call all this conversation. Hey y'all, I hope you enjoyed the episode with Afrosexology. I know I did. I'm always constantly learning something new from them. If you enjoy this podcast or you enjoyed this episode, please remember to go rate it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave a comment on the episode on SoundCloud, and make sure that you follow Vagisim on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I love hearing from y'all, and if you have any questions, make sure you email them to vagisteam at gmail.com, and you can also text them to 443-692-7802. Vagisteam is going on a hiatus soon, so I'll be away until about mid-January. You know, I believe in self-care. I need y'all to go get some self-care. So if you don't hear from me in the next few weeks, that's what I am doing. Get myself together, revamping, reloading so that we can bring you the biggest, the bestest Vagisteam 2019. So if I don't see y'all, happy new year. Have a great holiday. Enjoy yourself. Self-care. If you don't want to go home because then people are raggedy as shit, don't go home. Go find your tribe that loves you. And I hope you take care of yourself. Get some sleep. Go get a facial. Girl, just live it up, y'all. And tell me all about it. I can't wait to hear from y'all. All right. Bye.